This week on Nintendo Main, we have Rebecca Rothschild here from Digital Dreams. I'm back to killing all those colossi. I unlocked them all. all did welcome to (laughs) way to blow the air out of his sails (laughs) i thought you'd say i thought you'd say something about your uh about your new uh controllers and all that yeah Mm. Mm. well i was going to let me get to my nickname oh okay (laughs) welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 151 uh we are your hosts i'm trey killadelphia johnson (laughs) i'm john playing with power knitter I'm Jeremy Alucard Mikowski. Yeah. I'm a Helsing fan. I respect that. Mm. And uh, other voice on there is uh, this week we have a special guest, uh, Rebecca Rothschild. How's it going? Ah, good. Happy to hang out with you guys. For Checking sure. Out Jeremy's cat in the camera there, which the podcast listeners will <laughs> oh, yeah. see, but it's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. All over me. Yeah. <laughs> For those who, uh, those listening at home, the cat is super adorable. Super adorable, hopefully, I promise. Hopefully you can hear the cuteness of that cat over the, the recording here. Totally. Hopefully they don't like uh <laughs> fight each other in the background like they do sometimes. <laughs> uh, there's a there's an arena back there, they might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me ask you, being our guest, uh, I normally ask this of all of our guests, uh, what's your favorite Nintendo game? Oh, that's such a toughie. Um I feel like all-time favorite, because it's like a childhood staple of mine, would be Ninja Gaiden, the original, because it's mean, and um, I, it it haunts my dreams. Um, Like, I blasted through with, like, the Game Genie, but it just, Mm. no, it wasn't, there's no satisfaction there. Like, I had to do it raw dog, and Mm. it was rough and chafy, and, (laughs) like, yeah, it was a lot to deal with, but, um. But yeah, you... I feel good about that having done it. My brother defeats it, defeated it. He, my older brother, defeated it like so many times. But there was two factors. One is that I wasn't supposed to be touching his Nintendo in the first place, hmm. and you know, then of course the difficulty level. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> on that note, uh, so do you have a Switch? And did you check out Ninja Gaiden on the uh, free NES app? I don't have a Switch. We just got the classic NES emulator, which is a blast. Um, oh, there you go. But yeah, I um, I want to. Mario Kart's just been a lot. I really want to. Um, so I haven't touched, touched most of it. But um, the company that I work for just released a game on Switch, so I play with them quite often sure. when I'm demoing Mutant Football League. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, Ninja Gaiden is a difficult game. Like... Um... Did you ever play through like two or three? Like I remember three. Yes. Like three does stuff like they they get into like a you know regular Mario Brothers two territory where there's like a wind and shit like that and like yeah. blows you around, which is ridiculous. And three <laughs> and I think three also has like a, a limited amount of continues, which makes it like even more difficult to to get through. I had one of my roommates was really into Ninja Gaiden, 
and I watched him play through one and two, but he just he couldn't do three because it was just like with the limited continues, it makes it a lot harder. You know, so he just. Gave yeah, I think up I only played through both the two and three once. Yeah. Same thing with like the Contras, which got crazy. Sure. But they were kind of fun because you know they did the spread launch and they became like spread missiles and like <laughs> it was fun. But um, yeah, nothing ever quite. The first one was just like, oh god. Mm. I just I actually still maintain that the first one was the meanest, at least for me and my skill set. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely mean. There's I a felt like Ninja Gaiden was like just mean enough though, whereas like Ghosts and Goblins, <gasps> yeah, that's yeah. like so that, mean. That's that's evil goes, that goes too far. Yeah, we didn't have that it. Game hates you. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously my my library was limited to what my brother ended up buying. Um, and I don't know. I think let me think. Not to age him, but at the same time screw him. So like, let's see, this is Funko Land, aka Babbage's Days. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whatever he went and got, that's what I got. And, you know, so Master Blaster is always a fun one. The Mopic Conspiracy. <laughs> but, no, we didn't have um, we didn't have that, thank God. <laughs> no, Ninja Gaiden uh, had amazing cutscenes for the time also. That's what I was remember very, yeah. from, that, from that game. Yeah, those wind animations. Mm. Are you, so, uh, so you don't have a Switch yet, but are you planning on getting one at some point? Yeah, I have a feeling it's coming to me this Christmas. Which is why I've been hesitant because I don't. My husband, it's tough apparently to buy stuff for me, so I don't want to be like that dick and like mm. just jump the gun and be like, I'm gonna buy myself a switch. I have a feeling he did, so I'm just I'm being behaved. Oh sure, but it's really hard, you know, because everyone has one. I'm just like, mm. uh, when so. you get a, your day one download assignment is the messenger. The mess <laughs> I've heard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We talk about it every week. Cool. Yeah, it's very it, it's very influenced by Ninja Gaiden, so you'll feel you'll feel at home with it. Plus, it has an excellent soundtrack, and it's a lot nice. of fun to play. And the writing's really funny, and all that. It's we've pretty uh, cheap too. Yeah, I think okay, it's like cool. I think it's like twenty bucks. But yeah, we've been championing championing the Messenger for a while on this show. Cool. I got John to get it, and then Jeremy got it, and yeah, we've we've all been playing it. But it's a it's nice. a lot it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth checking out. Okay, for sure. And I'm if in. you and if you get you know if you get the online the Nintendo online service for like twenty bucks a year, you get a whole bunch of NES games too. Oh there, so. man! So. Well, I guess I don't need to work anyway. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. The Switch. Everyone who listens to the show knows we play them a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. But nice. but speaking of that, uh, what if, do you have any games that you've been playing lately, Rebecca? It doesn't have to be Nintendo, like whatever. Uh, yeah, I um, I apologize for my lack of Nintendo gear at the moment. No, I am um, so I'm a big Halo fan, and when Halo, I buy it even when it's bad. Halo Five is not my favorite, and I kind of burned out on it really quickly. So my side piece shooter has always been Call of Duty, mm. and so right now I'm doing the Blobs Four thing, and um, not so much a battle royale, but just the regular multiplayer, and so that's been occupying a good amount of my time. And oh, okay. um, sometimes I'm ashamed of it. Like, it's like this, uh, you know, it's like that, you know, that like booty call you don't really talk about, but <laughs> then there's just times it just comes in handy because it's just, it's got a big population. Yeah. I can shoot people and I just feel fine. <laughs> I heard that, I heard that blackout mode's kind of cool. Like the it new, uh, cool. yeah, the, the, whatever, whatever you call it, the Fortnite the Battle Royale, thing. yeah, yeah which yeah. everyone's doing. I mean, I remember playing Fortnite when it was like two weeks into the beta and I was having fun then. And mm-hmm. then it just got very try hard and there was a gauntlet and now there's ponies and like, you know, yeah. disco balls. And I just, I'm not airplanes. I just, it's, 
Yeah, like just too much, you know, too much. Every going time I on. play it, something strange is happening that I I didn't expect. Right, yeah. and I'm not. Like much... I was like, I had a bunch of balloons last time. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're like, floating around. Yeah, yeah. Don't remember balloons. It's so much, and um, and the other thing is, I just I don't know the building. The, the building aspect is tough for me. I'm just not an architect and then like also the gun function so i'm a i'm a shooter fan yeah. and so you know the over the shoulder i can do it because i loved gears but like mm. the mechanics of the bullets in fortnite drives me insane whereas like when i did in call of duty it's call of duty mm-hmm. where bullets make sense and you know it's fun but you know it's not like i don't know i don't get super hype about battle royale mm. so i just i burned out on it quickly sure yeah i've heard people say that the shooting is weird in uh in Fortnite. i don't know i don't really i don't play a whole lot of shooters myself so mm-hmm. i didn't really have much to compare it to i mean i guess aside from like doom yeah. that's probably the most i played of a of a fps was it was a new it was the newest doom but new doom was fun yeah yeah the, the it's the gun mechanics i'm just a fuzzy mm. brat about him it's like no it's mm. not how sniper rifles work yeah you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me to keep track of a uh, Fortnite. There's so much shit going on, and plus, there's like, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I guess I feel like I don't have enough time to stay up to date with it because I'm it's, too busy yeah, playing it's, regular it's games. Young person's kind. Of, it's very kind of bro and very esports, very try hard. Mm. Um, and like, I, like I, I there's, there's there's several of my friends I can't play with at all. Because they just get so into it, hyper about winning yeah. that they're just not fun to play with. Oh sure, yeah, I can imagine so, that. Yeah, yeah, but um, plus it, it, you have to build yeah. stuff, which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's an it's an extra thing. Like I'm not good. Like I love shooters, but I'm not mm. good at them. So yeah. now you're asking me to do another thing, and yeah. I'm just like, that's oh, sort yeah, of I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> it makes. I mean. <laughs> I understand it being popular. Like we've talked before on this show about like how uh, how as kids we only had like a certain amount of games to play, or like sometimes you get a bad game and it's all you have to play, so that's what you play. <laughs> so like, but Fortnite is free and it's constantly changing, so it's like any kid can play it, and it's I feel like that's probably partially why it took off as well, you know, because it's like if you only have so many games, at least this game is staying fresh, you know, and you can just come back to it and it'll be different. Time, yeah, I think so. it's definitely revolutionized a lot yeah. of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, because it's not really, you know, I'm an esports journalist, too. And like, as a lot of esports kids will say, it's not esports ready. It's too, there's too many variables. So, um, but it's interesting that it's taken off the way it has as far as like if you're streaming Fortnite, you know, mm-hmm. that's like a big mainstream thing to do. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure. But um yeah, enough about Fortnite. <laughs> what, Damn uh, it. It creeps into everything. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Is there was there any are there any games that you bought like recently that you picked up? Oh what have I I've been doing I did um uh no, there wasn't anything I nothing recently. I kinda get stuck on games. Sure. For like a little bit. So I think like Call of Duty was like one of my most recent ones. Mm. Um and then uh, they had backwards compatibility for SSX three, which was like, okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like one of my favorites. And so I did that, and I was streaming that, and like I found a whole community of people who are obsessed with SSX, which I didn't know was a thing because like mm. I'm just old and I assume nobody cared anymore. But like those games are just the best soundtracks, yeah, the most yeah. fun you can have 
on a snowboard in a video game mm. ever. Like, come at me. SSX is the most fun by far. Um, yeah, those were really fun. Yeah. Yeah, especially the old ones. The latest one that they released was like two it was like hardcore like mm. you need to have like solar armor to like have enough like body temperature to survive and i was like i don't Weird. want this i want yeah, to break dance on a snowboard and grind right. on like 50 foot rails mm-hmm. like, why yeah, did we stop doing that was, i think the one i played the most was tricky tricky is the best is yeah. tricky considered uh, the best one I would say so from my uh, understanding of the SSX community that I'm now a part of. Mm. It's like, it's just tops. The soundtrack is just so good. And the fact that they even incorporated the tricky song into when you do dope stuff, you know, it's just like, oh, it's mm. so good. So, yeah, I, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm also, I've also been working a lot. So my game time is severely limited, but I'm always in, looking at game news, wishing I had more time to play all the game things. For sure. So. <laughs> I was, uh, what was it? I played uh, SSX Blur on Wii a bunch. I don't know if you ever played oh, that man. one. I that remember one, Blur. Yeah, had the motion controls. <laughs> I liked it a lot, actually. It was really cool, and I liked the soundtrack. And, and you could, like, steer with the nunchuck. I remember doing that. And yes. Did it use the balance board? No. No, no, <laughs> fuck the balance board. No, there's no balance board. I think, Everyone said fuck the balance board. I think that, <laughs> I think that, um, actually, I think the balance board wasn't out when Blur came out. I think it came out way before the balance board was even a thing. So, balance board is pretty late in the Wii's life. Yeah, so it, it was later. And there was um, what was it? Skate it. <laughs> that game used it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I, but uh, and I like that game too. But I never. Yeah, I did, I don't use a balance board for anything. I thought motion that was a gaming dumb never thing. fully clicked for me. Like if I yeah. want to go work out, I'd go work out or go sure. outside. But when I game, I just want to sit on my tuffet yeah. and push the buttons. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. <laughs> Maybe I'm old. Sure. We bowling. We bowling was fun. Was like yeah. the best. Yeah, that was the legit amount of movement. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, and um, what was it? There were there was like a there was like a raving rabbits game where you like sat on the <gasps> on yeah. the um, we, we sat on the balance on the balance board, and I think that was like probably the only good way to use it. Yeah, the you great could just way to you could just it, sit yeah. on it and you could lean, and that's like how you moved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was all it was really worth. I guess the or, lazy rabbits fitness game knocking knocking the balance board. Well, uh, I got I got a couple things this week. Actually, one of them is a uh, mutant football league. I just I just bought that. I actually Yay! bought actually yeah. bought it twice because I bought it for my for my nephews. Oh, you're my favorite kind of customer. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I, well, I bought I bought the PS4 version for my nephews for Christmas, and then I bought the mm-hmm. Switch version for myself just because uh, I wanted to play it. And I like football, and it's and it's also the only football game pretty much. On the switch, so (laughs) you guys cornered the market. Yeah, yeah, we were. Well, it's funny. Launch day um, when we launched the title initially, EA. um, We were doing well, like you know the buying trending list. Mm -hmm. You know, especially for sports games. Then EA that day. Three hours, I think, into our launch, dropped the price of Madden to seventeen ninety nine. Oh, jeez, we were like what twenty dollars games. I was like, you guys. Our dicks. And yeah, that's like, me. I was like memeing about it. Like I had an ice cube meme. At, like I was just so pissed mm. off. But um, but yeah, I'm glad you dig it. Um, I I think it plays. I've been demoing it on the Switch. We announced that at E3 this mm. year, this past E3, and like it was just super fun. I think it's really smooth and mm. like so. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. I I love that we have it on the Switch now. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of NFL Blitz, which is a game that I really like. Yeah, and I, and I still play it on my 64 every once in a while. Even though nice. I'm not, even though I'm not very good at it, but but it's very it's very much <laughs> like that where it's like 
There's not, a, and there's not a whole lot of plays. Like that's always what kind of killed me about the Madden games. And I like football, yeah. but I don't know how to pick out of like 50 plays, like what to do. Right. I, did, I, did, yeah. I In my mind, there's only two plays. There's either like pass or run. Yeah, <laughs> and then just went a variation man. of that. You well, know? And I think like yeah. you know, MFL is obviously like the dirty tricks, which is like if you're just pissed off or you just want to cause problems, you can just mm. throw a bomb or yeah. drug your opponent or you know. Yeah, so, and there's like, like <laughs> yeah, and, and I I found like there was a play in there that's like a chainsaw play where you could just like start cutting yes. people, and I was like, oh wow, this is great. I can I can oh, get behind this. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The audio on the chainsaws is just like, I remember when we first, uh, I think it was like, hmm, might have been C2E2. I'm trying to remember which was the first con, because I'm always out there with uh, Michael and all of them just demoing the game. And like we, the first con, the show where we had the chainsaws, it was just like, it was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> You're so excited about that. For sure. Yeah, I like the I like the names of the teams also. That's why I called myself uh, Philadelphia earlier, because that's one of the. Yeah, I noticed that. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've only I I just I just got it like a couple days ago, so I haven't been able to play it that much. But I but I did I I went through the tutorial mode, which I thought was hilarious because it's like it's like it's as obvious for somebody who doesn't know like what football is. It's like well, you yeah, know, you get the ball a, yeah. and you run over here, and and here's the way <laughs> the points go. I just wanted to know what the buttons were, but it's it explains the whole game to you, like as if you've never seen football before. It, yeah, funny. and I think we kind of came to that decision because, like, uh, it's so much fun to play even if you don't understand football. Mm. Um, like, I'm not very good at football games, but I can kill people. Yeah, I yeah. Can kill a fucker, you sure, know? Yeah. So, like, and you can make a team forfeit if you kill enough of their players. And I've yeah. won that. It's my favorite <laughs> nice. way to win. Wow, so, I didn't like, it, <laughs> that's yeah that's like um that's like how mario tennis is where you can like uh where you can break rackets now oh, like right. in, in the new tennis right. game like that's that's how i that's how i beat a lot of the uh, a lot of the really hard uh computer opponents i would just keep aiming for their rackets and just try to break them all because once they're out of rackets they just automatically lose so you don't have to worry about that's points savage. and stuff so it's kind of the same sort of thing but less brutal <laughs> <laughs> that's insane yeah. that's cool nice yeah i'll have to i have to do that and also i wanted to get it on switch so like so when my nephews are over like they can actually they can play my version you know because they won't have yeah. their ps4 there but i was like hey you can play it on this and get an idea for it and all that and uh, and i would yeah. and i wanted to see if you could like take the blood off and all that stuff and just in case my my stepbrother gets you know wants to censor it and all that they can Nice, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Kitzrow is hilarious. So that's who I got to write, you know, write for, which is like Mm -hmm. a childhood dream come true. And um, he like, like it's funny because I think he felt a lot of freedom because you know we aren't like we we didn't care if like, but he just started stuffing f bombs and fucks in there like everywhere. Like (laughs) it's like wow. He was having a ball. Yeah, and there was the only way to make NBA Jam better is like throwing some F bombs at Tim Kitzrow. He's on fucking fire. (laughs) So the scary. So I've been cross country with Tim now. Like I've been and like (laughs) one of the side effects of hanging out with him is like I'll say boom shakalaka for anything. Yeah, it's like really contagious. And so um, that's definitely one of the side effects. And it's like. (laughs) Like literally anything. Like I got a check in the mail yesterday. I was like, "Boom shakalaka," and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Does he does he say <laughs> like, that? Like it sticks with me. Does he say that on a you regular can basis? Say it pretty well, yeah. Because so when we go to like the shows, 
people know him for you know is it yeah, yeah. shoes you know so like you'll hear him and he also has t-shirts that just say mr boom shakalaka on them <laughs> which he owes me one that reminds me i'm gonna mm. hit him up um but like yeah tim like so you know and he's adorable like he's just He's just, he's just, you know, everybody loves him. He's just such a good time. And like, but yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. Like, you know, like people ask him for like a voice or whatever. So, you, and, it, and it's very distinctive and it just rings in your ear and then it kind of becomes contagious. Mm. So I have a, I have a bit, I have a touch of the kids rose, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got that boom shakalaka happen. Yeah. Happen most of the time. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about him and uh, yeah. and and the development of the game and all that on the second half. Yeah. But but yeah, I just wanted to say that I got it and it's and I'm enjoying it as of right now. So. Good. So you know, it was one of those. It's been on my list for a while, and like I said, uh, I was I figured I'd pull the trigger on it. Nice. Well, thank you for for buying it. I, I'm glad you're digging it. I'm mm-hmm. super proud of it. It's probably my favorite game project of all yeah. time. Are you so. guys uh, <laughs> are you guys performing well on Switch? Or can you talk about that? Or like, is it is it I mean, I, I feel like good. I was gonna say I feel like everything sells well on Switch, but I mean, are you? Did you guys? Has it been a pretty big bump on there, like on the eShop? Is it? You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're we're all feeling really good about it um, because we're not like able to afford the PR machine that like EA or some AAA studio can have. The best way that we kind of spread the word is by taking it on the road and doing events and getting it in people's hands, um, which has become one of my favorite things to do. But yeah, we're doing okay. Mm. You know, keeping the doors open. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's good. Yeah. I mean it I mean, <laughs> did it did it perform better than it did on PS4 or like on the other systems? You know what? I don't know. I'd have to check with Michael on that. Um he's been pulling I don't know if he still has hair because he might have been pulling it all out, but mm. um he's just been, you know, trying to make sure he's he, you know, launch time is just stressful for anybody. And, you know, he's, this is his baby. He's wanted to make this for like a decade, mm. like to revamp it from back in his EA days. So, um, but I'll see him Christmas Eve. Cause he's going to have an awesome party. So nice. I'll ask him about it. Yeah. <laughs> How are the switch sales, man? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah man, the great, oh, best, yeah. <laughs> uh, best conversation for, for uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. So yes. cool. Um, I also, aside from that, I bought a, uh, what is it? Uh, I bought that Horizon Chase Dur- Turbo game that's on there. Ooh. It's an arcade racer. Uh, actually, I really like it a lot. It looks a lot like Outrun, but it has, um, but it's all like you know three lap races and all that. And it's super fast. Like the graphics look really cool. It's like very like it's like ret- it's, it, it looks like it's trying to be retro, but it's still like good looking and all that. And everything's like all the colors are super bright and it's a lot of fun to play. So I've been playing a lot of that. And uh, nice. there, there is actually an outrun mode that you can unlock in the game that I haven't unlocked yet. Like where you can just, I think it's called like chase mode or something like that, where you can just go until you run out of time, like the same sort of way with different paths and all that. So, and it's like twenty bucks. And I actually heard about it. Was it a uh, pair from IGN mentioned it on the voice chat? And pair is actually my friend on uh, on the Switch, so I can see like all of his times and stuff from all the races. So I've been trying to beat his. His are pretty good. So. I think I've only beat it a couple times, but but yeah, that game's a I lot. That game's a lot racers, of fun. Man, that's, yeah. That sounds like my kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's perfect for me because I don't like. Uh, I don't like realistic racers. I like more of the arcade one, and this one just feels. It just felt great. Like just when I started it, I was like, "Yeah, this game. This game's great. Like it's, yeah, it's 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 highly addictive, and it's a lot of fun to play. And there's a lot of races to unlock, and you can get um, there's a lot of cars to unlock too. Like so, there's a lot of shit to do in it for for twenty bucks, but. 
yeah nice. it's 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 a lot of fun it's totally worth checking out if you're if you're into if you're into arcade or the arcade style racers it's like one of those oh. where like you don't have to really you know you don't have to hit the get you don't have to hit the brake pedal at all like it's all just turning like that but it reminds me a lot of outrun except like in a more racing type way so i've been playing that and i also like uh i finally started playing dead cells like i started figuring out that game i bought it on sale a couple weeks ago but i did a stream of it last night and uh i'm really starting to get into it i, I think uh i think it's good i was kind of starting to get addicted to it i don't know if any if you had played that game yet rebecca um dead cells yes yeah do you like have super it? red yeah 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 it, um, did you did you did you beat it or how how far have you made it into it? I beat it, but I'm not gonna lie, I cheated because I had husband help. Oh, okay, <laughs> on the final boss, <laughs> those bosses are hard. Like I've only beat I've the only beat one are, boss, I, oh, or one or one elite, husband, whatever. Yeah, yeah. like cause my husband's like a marine. He's been to war, so like he can he can <laughs> get through some shit. Whereas I'm yeah. I just have very I am very instant gratification. Case in point, I'm a shooter. Sure. It's like why you know, but like I love yeah. you know, I miss doing things that way. And the structure of that game is amazing. Um Yeah, it's, it's got that old timey meanness mm. that I like. Yeah, it's I thought <laughs> I thought that I'd get sick of it just because like, you know, it's really easy to, to die and then you start over again. But it also has this really it gets really addictive because like you progress you know, every, you know, you pro- progress a little bit every time and like, you know, you unlock stuff as you go. And once you beat like one of the elite guys, you'll get like a thing that you can always use, like, like where you can create like, um, like vines to climb up or ways to like access different parts of the game and all that. And I think it's really cool the way it's designed. Yeah. So it's been, uh, yeah, I've been having fun with that. Awesome. So yeah. it's, so I know it's randomly generated, mm. but once you go somewhere, like, does that remain part of your map or? No, start over again? I mean, the map changes every time you every time you die and restart. Okay. So it it's always going to be it's the map will be different, but they'll oh, but it'll still be like, you know, they'll, they'll, it'll still be you can go to this certain type of area and, and it'll be, you know, because from what I from what I've played, there's like there's like the first part. And then I went to the second part where I beat like a boss type guy. And then I got an item from there that let me skip the second part and go to the third part. So okay. that's kind of like how how I've been playing it. And I think, and I think you'll get something from the third part that'll help you get to another part. Like that's kind of how it works. So you don't necessarily have to play the same thing over and over again. And you unlock items that'll like, like as you, like you collect these uh, cells, obviously, and you take them to this guy and you, and you pay him to like give you upgrades and you'll keep those. And those will kind of stay with you. Like you can get an upgrade where like, you get a random weapon whenever you whenever you die instead of just having the same weapon, you know. So then you can get something more stronger, like right out of, right out of the gate. So it's a uh, it keeps it exciting like that. And you get blueprints and stuff that if you take them to that same guy, you'll they'll make a new weapon for you. And then all those weapons that you make will all of a sudden be in the be, be in the level like a lot more. So you can find them through that. So there's like mechanics in there that makes it makes you feel like you're progressing even though you're not really, you know. But yeah, it's, it's a cool game. I totally recommend it. I got it when it was on sale for the uh, Game Awards thing, so I got it for like uh, I think it was like twenty instead of twenty five. But yeah, it's uh, I'd like to spend more time with that game for sure. And uh, and of course, uh, John said it earlier, but I think we've all unlocked uh, Smash Brothers, all the Smash Brothers characters, right? Yep. Good so for you. I felt like uh, it felt kind of like a little bit of a slog towards the end, but. I'm happy that it that I made it. What what was you guys' last guy that you got? Last guy. Ooh. Mine was Peachy. 
Pichu. Yeah. Mine was uh mine was Cloud. Cloud was wow. the very last guy, yeah. Had to wait all the way to the end to get Cloud. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got Cloud pretty early. I think Cloud was like probably my first 20. So. Yeah, you got you got lucky cuz he's like I said before, he's OP, so getting him getting him early will help you help you get the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember but how how did you guys do it? I did classic mode. Yeah. That's how I classic did mode. I mean, yeah, I would switch mode. over to uh, spirit mode once in a while, mm-hmm. and and I would unlock stuff through there. But mostly, I was just like going along a row, like yeah. to the next person on the right, just playing yeah. class. Yep. I forgot boom, to boom boom. I forgot to ask I got- you. I forgot to ask you guys last week, but like, how do you play it? How is your intensity? Like, I I got to the point where I just turn it up to five for everything. I turn it for up every to guy. five for everything. Yeah. yeah, I would usually land somewhere around like average. I would say around an eight. Yeah, that was like my okay. highest is eight. Yeah, but I got to a nine point. I got I got to a nine point five or six. It was the first time I crossed the nine point mark. Mark, and the character I got there with totally surprised me. It was Peach of all characters. Yeah, no, so Peach is I strong. I'm, I guess I'm great at Peach. Yeah, so. <laughs> I got. Uh, I never there... used Peach. Peach is oh Peach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? A uh, uh, Kevin Kevin Fair, friend of the show, had his uh, oh, Smash Kevin, Brothers. I love him. Had his Smash Brothers meetup last night, so I'm kind of hungover from that. But uh, <laughs> nice. but but I we had a tournament, and um, I I got my ass handed to me in the second round. I made it through the first round, but uh, second round, this guy I would played against him, and he was using Zelda, and he was fucking good. He even brought his own TV, so uh, he was pretty Dang. into it. He, he brought like his own small HD TV and there set up is. another like Smash Brothers thing in the corner. But yeah, he kicked my ass. He was wearing like an old uh, '64 shirt wow. that he said he got from the uh, said he got it from Nintendo World. But uh, but yeah, he he destroyed me with Zelda. So I mean, it's not quite Peach, but yeah, it was. Um, I, I could tell like in the first because we were doing like best two out of three. And I could tell in the first round that I was not going to beat him. Like once he started, I love that like, he had his own TV. That's amazing. Yeah, he brought his own That's TV awesome. too. Yeah, like backpack sized or something. Like I think it was like a twenty, maybe like a twenty inch TV, like twenty thirty, something like that, like one of the smaller ones. But yeah, he brought it with him and set up another, set up a third because we had two Smash Brothers stations there for the tournament. And then he set up a third one in the corner, so he was for real. But uh, Kevin, I, Kevin has <laughs> amazing friends. Who yeah. Just, the we'll always bring come extra through shit. and just, you know, escalate the level of what he's already doing. It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, and since it's like holiday time, like there was a shit ton of people there. And I think it was our biggest turnout yet for, for these, for the Smash Brothers one. So there was, and there were people yeah. coming in, there were people coming in from other bars that I guess heard about it or something. Like one guy was like, yeah, I was that's across the street awesome. and I heard that there was Smash here. <laughs> so like a bunch of people showed up like towards the end and yeah, it was Did fun. Did you uh, get a play through your whole playlist? Yeah, no, I played. Yeah, my whole playlist got played through, and I played. Uh, and I think I, I think at the end I was playing my Christmas playlist or something, nice. like uh, my, uh, you know, winter video game music, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it it did make it all the way through my my three hour uh, seventy four track Smash Brothers playlist. But yeah, no, I, I was playing trying to play this guy as uh, King K. Rule, you know, because he's kind of been my go to because he's pretty strong and. Once I figured out that I was not going to beat him, I just switched to Donkey Kong on the second round. I'm like, I'm just going to fuck around because I can't. I can barely. <laughs> I can barely even get a. I can't. I can barely even get damage on this guy at all. So I'm just going to, you know, play around. Was as that? DK. A, were you playing one on one or was it just down to you two? It was one on one. We did. We did one on one, which is weird. It was kind of a weird way to do it because they did like 
We did 1v1, like, for the brackets, and then when it got down to four, it was a fo- all-out four, you know? Oh, okay. Seems like it should have been the opposite. Yeah, right? Where it got down to, to the end and have it... I don't know. send them out yeah. quickly by doing, like, a battle royale or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be four, too. I wasn't... Yeah, I didn't expect that we were going to do, like, one-on-one from the beginning, but... Yeah, I probably would have fared better if I would. <laughs> yeah, I would have done it. Yeah, the other way. yeah no pun in, no pun intended. I've actually played a, a decent, healthy amount of Smash, considering I don't have a Switch, and it's mm. partially one hanging out with Kevin, and two just it's become quite a, like people just invite you like, "Yo, we're gonna Smash." I'm like, "Cool." Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> is it? Um, it's cool. Like I, it, I feel like I own it, but I don't. Mm. Are you? Uh, which is hilarious. Do you do you like it? Are you are you are you fairly good at it, or what do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts um, on Smash? I'm okay at it. It's definitely it's a Smash is so easy to pick up, and like uh, you can burp your way into you know pretty leaving it out. I'm, I have a weird sneeze too, so I'm always Pikachu. So I'm pretty so as I was saying I'm pretty good at it. Um, because of my weird sneeze that I have, um, I sound like Pikachu, so Pikachu became one of my go tos. Okay, and I do pretty. Good. I've had some. I've had some good experiences. So just the learning curve is so easy. I think it's, and I think that's one of the biggest pluses. I got a couple more things that I got. Uh, sure. I bought um, what was it? Oh yeah, I bought Fantasy Star, um, Sega Ages, the first one, the uh, Master System version. I bought that. That came out on Switch for eight bucks. But it's a lot. It's it's a lot cooler to play the Sega Ages version because there's like a map in it now, and it makes the game like easier. Like you get more uh, experience points and and money now. So I've been playing through the very first Fantasy Star, and I've been enjoying that game as well. So it's pretty, it's pretty dope. It's not included in the uh, big Sega collection, the thirty dollars one. So I didn't have any trouble buying it. If, on you, its own. if you want, can you play it in like the original, like yeah, you can. Mode? Yeah, you can okay. play it in the. You can either you can play it in the original mode or the Ages mode. So there's both different ways, and it and it'll tell you when you start the Ages mode. It's it'll tell you the differences. It's like this one will be a little easier than the original one. And don't and it and it doesn't make it's not like a it's not super easy now like it's still difficult it's just like not as brutally difficult as it used to be. It's you more know? user friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and and it's like less less random battles too. Like you can walk farther before you get attacked and stuff like that. I haven't played like I only played the first one a little bit on the Game Boy Advance collection, so I don't know how bad it is. But I mean, it really it definitely really really helps to have the maps for those dungeons because. You know, it's all like first person, but it looks really good. Like for uh, for the time, it came out what like a couple days after the first Final Fantasy did on NES, and I think it looks a lot better than that one did. Like all the bad guys are fully animated, and like the animation for walking through the hallways looks really good. So yeah, it's fun. I've been having a lot of fun with that one as well. And also, I bought a physical thing. I bought this Donkey Kong here. Aww. From, nice. I, I bought him in Chinatown for ten dollars. And uh, nice. he's super cool. He's all like, uh, he's posable. He's a heavy, you know, DK's become. I think I know the store you went to, and it's one of my favorite places to hit up after dim sum. Yeah, yeah. We went to, um, yeah, it's the one like right at the right at the front there by that Walgreens, you know, yep. on the side. We, we went in there because they had this big Snorlax stuffed animal. And I was like, oh, I, I want to <laughs> look at, I want to look at that. And uh, the Snorlax was $250. So I didn't get that one. <laughs> It was not cheap, so, but I did find I found these little Nintendo guys, and there was like uh they, they had like DK and uh, Luigi, and there were a couple different. There was like a red Yoshi and a regular Yoshi, and there was like a fire. There was like Fireball Luigi also, like so it was like the white overalls, 
but they're really cool. The like Jack a specific line, huh? Is that the Jack specific line? I don't characters? know. They weren't. Um, I don't know. It, it was like in a bag that said Super Mario Brothers. So I mean, it. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't in like a card like traditional. Um, it was loose action figures, but I mean, it was it was like in a like it was in a bag that said Nintendo on it or whatever. But it wasn't like on a card, you know. Is it posable? Oh yeah, it's totally posable, and you can actually move. Uh, you can actually move the tie too. It's like separate from his neck, which is pretty cool. <laughs> but, Swinging tie action. Yeah, but I've gotten. Uh, I have a new love for DK because I've been playing with him a lot in the uh, in Smash Brothers. I've actually been using him on World of Light because uh, you know you only have so many characters there, and he's pretty strong. So yeah, I got this dude. I've been I've been putting it in different parts of the house and all that, carrying it around. But it's really cool. It's a nice solid I mean, figure. How much did he set you back? It's ten bucks. Ten bucks, not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said, it's big, it's heavy. It's totally, it's super cool. The fun, <laughs> fun Chinatown. You could have bought purchase. like a hundred bananas for that. <laughs> I, I, I hate bananas. <laughs> so I would never would. What? What? Are you guys? Uh, have you guys got anything new? Or are you still uh, just doing Smash? Yeah, we did. Oh wait, you did yeah, get something did. new. We you both guys, got something you new. guys got a big new thing. Let's talk about that. That's right. Yeah, we both got the NES controllers. Yeah. So my thoughts. It just feels and looks exactly like an NES controller without the cord. Yeah. And you can snap it on the side of your Switch. Yeah. I think they did a great job of recreating it. Yeah, it makes uh it makes your Switch look really weird. I mean, this is just audio, so you can't really see it right now, but yeah, it's um it was uh yeah, it was released to play with the um online service NES games mm-hmm. that were on there. And uh, you guys got your Christmas present. They sent it to you before the end of the year. I was afraid that it might you might not get it till January. Yep. But I mean, is it is it worth it? Like, uh, I, I think mean, so. first, I think I think, so. I mean, one hundred percent. What is it? It was sixty bucks for both controllers, right? For the pair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. have they look you feel just like the real thing? And I think as like as weird as they look on the Switch, they also look equally cool in some way. Mm-hmm. Like. I'd, it's like a weird it, Nintendo boombox. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah. It does look kind of like a boombox. One thing you can do with it now, you could if these are on it, you don't need your kickstand. It can just balance on the edge of the controllers, which you can't see here. Oh, yeah, because they're so thick. I, I, I believe you. Yeah. Set it there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's rad. Let's do that. That's cool. No, that's, uh, yeah, the other cool thing is that you can use only... Um, I mean, you can use it in, in a couple different ways. Like, not only just have your... your uh, NES controllers, you know, sitting in front of the TV traditionally, but you can stick it on the side and play it in handheld mode. And I remember initially there were reports that you couldn't do that, that it wouldn't work that way. But they must have, like, read some other, other backlash online and just said, all right, fine, make it work. Because it does work. It works. You can it's play it like really that. weird, but it works. Yeah, you can, uh, you can actually use it vertically on the side and you play the b and the a one above the other like it works (laughs) because i was playing mario one with it and i'm like you know i was just as like i don't know just as deft at moving around but it just was so strange having my thumb pointing straight up Hmm. to kind of work if you're one of those people who just so desperately wants a D-pad on the Switch, you can have just the left controller (laughs) and then use your Switch controller on the right side and you can do that yeah, but the That's from, so cool. from what I saw from what you guys were showing, uh, it looks like it's really, really high though. Like the it's really high. Up. Yeah, I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's the I would ideal. Say it's not uncomfortably high. It is higher than the normal one. But if the trade off is if you're if you really I mean, love yeah, a D pad, super high. <laughs> yeah, you can have it a little higher up. 
yeah. hold it like this, but it works. Yeah, I'd have to try it. I'd have to try it on Street Fighter and see if I could actually do like a Dokens with it or not. But it looked it looked too high for me. Like it looked pretty uncomfortably high for the D pad on there. But and John, you uh, you actually like tell tell the people at home what you did with yours. <laughs> oh yeah, I beat uh, I beat uh, I beat uh, classic mode in Smash with Link uh, <laughs> yeah. using just the NES controller. Yeah, um, which, that was a challenge because you can't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You can just smash and use your your B attack, and you can taunt with the D pad. The D pad taunts. So yeah. that's all you can do. Yeah, you so can't. You can uh, do a. Uh, you can dash forward, right? Is that how you? No, you can't. Off the you edge? can't dash at all. You're just playing. You can't place. move. So you just have to hope that you don't get knocked off the edge because you can't recover. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So I, don't I couldn't know. even. I couldn't even change the difficulty <laughs> at the beginning. Like yeah. I couldn't bring it up from two so i had to start at two yeah and i worked my way down to one and i finally <laughs> beat it at one in one difficulty yeah um, but then of course i, I didn't you know i was thinking well, how, how many how am i going to beat master hand i'm like how am i going to beat the master hand i forgot that as link you don't fight the master hand you fight ganon yeah and ganon oh, gosh. you can only hit him from behind yeah so of course i can't move yeah <laughs> so you have to so wait took, for him I, to it took a good solid 10 minutes because i had to wait until wow. he did a spin attack and turned his tail around, and I had to hit him with an arrow at that moment. Or he would do the jump up in the air and uh, slam down on me thing. Hmm. At which point he would hit me definitely, but I would get a few hits in myself. Jeez. So that was rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat for like ten minutes, and I finally beat him. <laughs> that's like it just that's... sounds like you hate yourself, but that's <laughs> like a great feat. Like that's I no wanted way. Say, I wanted to say I did it. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't but know. I think you should see a therapist, but that's amazing that you were able to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, that's in the same vein as the guy who beat Dark Souls with the DK bongos. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just doing it for the sake of doing it. But yeah. just do yeah. it. Six, six work, puppies. I mean, I'm glad you did it for research. For research. No, I don't. I don't have great to try. day for science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I could. I could have never done that. I would. I would have quit. Like. I mean, it, it's such, it's such the anti Smash Brothers. Like, let's play Smash Brothers, but you can't <laughs> jump and can't move. So it basically so. defeats the whole purpose of the game. Like, so there's it's no amazing. strategy Smash to Brothers it. Smash when they put it on mobile. Yeah. I, I, how long did it take you to beat it? What, like an hour? <laughs> it oh, sounds no, like no, it. No, it didn't take that long. Um, luckily, luckily, this edition of Smash scales down the difficulty as you do poorly. Yeah, so yeah. So I felt... I was kind of testing that out, mm-hmm. and I think it all took me. Ganon took the longest. Ganon took ten minutes, mm. and I think the rest of it took about fifteen. Yeah, still, that's yeah. I could never it's do a long that. Time. Yeah, yeah. In Smash time, it's a long time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can plow through those uh, classic modes in like five minutes if you're if you're pretty good at it. But I had a hard enough time oh, beating oh. beating Ganon like when I could move, you know, because you have to get behind him and hit him in the tail and all that. So. Mm. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the, the challenge where you've got the vortex chasing after you. <laughs> oh, man. You have to move. So all I could do is just stand there and just wait for the vortex. So, Is that what we're yeah. all doing, though? Impending death. Yeah. <laughs> they just got deep. <laughs> well, yeah, at least you don't have to yeah, at least you don't have to clear that mode. Like you can just die and then it's over. So. Right. Because, yeah, you can't move. You just got to stand there and, and let it let the black hole eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Too yeah. real, too close to home. That's right ridiculous. <laughs> you could uh, actually speaking of bongos, though the bongos do actually work with the uh, game with the GameCube adapter. I actually played a uh, I played the Tyco Drum Master game with with the DK bongos. 
which is awesome. And you can totally play it because they must have done this on purpose, but the two bongos, they play the two things that you need to play in the game. So you can play through it. You just can't, much like what you're doing, you can't move. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no control pad. So you can't select songs or anything like that. But if you're, if you're like meticulous with it enough, you can like plug in a regular GameCube controller, choose a song, unplug the GameCube controller, plug in your bongos, and then you can play with the bongos in that in that new Taiko Drum Master game. So it can be done. Nice. I wanted to make a I was gonna make a YouTube video of me doing it at some point, but I haven't gotten around to it. But yeah, you can use it for that. You could probably I mean I could beat the whole actually I don't think I could. I was gonna say I could beat Smash with it, but you can't because well you'd have to remap your buttons because the bongos they only they only do uh, X and Y, they do the X and yeah, Y okay. button. So all you would you'd be able to jump and not attack. So it'd be like the whole other side of what you were doing. <laughs> so you wouldn't be able to beat anybody. For the Taiko game, <laughs> yeah, they must have like taken that into consideration that somebody might be crazy enough to do it. Well, the Taiko game is made by the. I mean, they're the same company that made the original Donkey Konga, so they oh, might have. I mean, Snapple, yeah. So it doesn't. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if they were just like. Why don't yeah, we why make not? plan? They want to future proof it there, so you can use your. Uh, so whenever you know, whenever the 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 GameCube adapter becomes working for the Switch, you could use your bongos for it. But I was I was amazed by it. I was like, yeah, if only there was a fucking control pad on it, I could play the whole thing with the DK bongos. But mm-hmm. you can't, and you can't plug in a controller into like a different into like the second player and do it like that. I tried that as well. You have to do it in the first. So. You Does the have clap to be... do anything? No, the clap doesn't do anything. I tried it. <laughs> it doesn't even clap in real life. It's just no sound. Well, it's just a microphone, so it doesn't. That microphone doesn't isn't working for that game. But you can, but you can play it on. And I actually did. I did do better than I normally do, even with the with the drum controller, with the bongos. So, so yeah. <laughs> I remember nice, playing the nice trick. playing Donkey Konga and just yelling for the for the claps. So yeah, yeah, because it's just a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you could do I don't know if you guys ever played uh Guitar Hero on DS, but it worked the same way. Where yeah. like the, where like you yell into the microphone for it to go to like you know, when you would use oh, for whatever star power. for star power, yeah. You yell in the microphone. <laughs> or I I mean I used to play that I, I used to play that like in I played it on the plane one time, like when I was flying to Florida. And I would just uh I would just hit the microphone with the um with the stylus pick that came with it, and that would be how I would go to Star Power. Nice. Because obviously I can't yell when I'm on the plane. So rock but, and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I love that thing. I love Guitar Hero for DS. I know I'm I sure people give it shit, it. but I, I thought it was great. I couldn't like wrap my brain around it. I, I guess you just have to play it longer than I did. But. I thought it was. I mean, it totally clicked for me. I thought it was great. It's like having this you're tiny. It, you're like holding it weird. You just hold it. Yeah, weird. you just hold it. I mean, I don't think John could do it. Your hands are probably too big for it. But I remember I tried it because yeah. you had it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I agreed. It was too big. Yeah. My hand was too big. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a, it's such a weird way to play it, but it worked for me. I think that was the whole reason I never got a DSi because I wanted to – because it would take the – it would take the Game Boy Advance slot out of there so you can't play Guitar Hero on your, on your DS. So – Oh right, yeah, yeah. But that was that was such a weird innovation for the time, Guitar Hero DS. So uh, yeah, you guys got your controllers. Do you, I'm sure you played the NES version with them, right? Or you did the NES mode, played oh, yeah, Mario played Brothers all, and all that. All the NES games and yeah, it's just uh, actually. So I was playing Doctor Mario, and you mm-hmm. know, Doctor Mario is one of those games where you just get in the zone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was playing with the NES controller, and then something weird happened. I was totally in the zone and all of a sudden 
on my screen, it popped up. So-and-so, you know, has just started playing whatever game they were playing. Mm-hmm. And it threw me for a loop. Yeah. I, I was like, what? Oh, that's weird. And then I realized the reason that I thought it was weird is because my brain thought I was just playing the NES. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I thought I was playing NES. I was in the zone. I was yeah, using yeah. an NES controller on my TV. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. It startled you. It startled me. Mm-hmm. So you finally, but, yeah. yeah. So you finally hooked great. your I mean, switch up to the TV? Like, you finally, did, yeah, finally yeah. did that? Yeah, yeah. So doesn't yeah, it, it shows like it. a different icon if you use the, uh, if you're using the NES controllers, right? Or yeah. It shows, it like, and then it makes like a, like a mushroom sound or like a power up sound. Mm. Right, right. It'll make, um, like if you go to the edge of the screen, it'll it'll make the Mario like Mario three sound. Mm. Like when you get to the, I forget what sound it was. It's like a bump noise or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, all the all the noises are like Mario noises or Nintendo noises. Mm. If you have your controller on there, nice. So it's, it's cool little detail. Yeah, yeah. Rich, I wonder if you play online, which we didn't try yet, but I wonder if you, when you play online, if it like shows the other player. You know, it's like I'm using tilt controls, but you're using yeah. The, it, <laughs> It might. I mean, because I what... wouldn't want that. That's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't know my secrets. I'm using bongos. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should try using bongos on the NES one. No, probably, <laughs> probably, probably won't work. But yeah. So I like I, I like the box. It's pretty, you know, no frills, but um, it's cool because it uh, doesn't have a barcode on it, so you know this will never be sold retail. It's just oh like... yeah. And so oh, it's definitely true. like a collector's. It's like a collector's thing for sure. Uh-huh. Like. I'm definitely saving yeah. the box, and I, th- I actually thought about not opening them, and that lasted for about thirty seconds. <laughs> I'm never good at that. Like, You're like, oh, oh well, I gotta, gotta open it. Did you? Yeah. I, think, I mean, I think they're still available. You know, I don't think mm. they like stopped making them. Or yeah, like that. I still see ads for it. I still see ads on my Facebook. Mm. You get these controllers, so I think anybody who is interested, go get it. You have my full endorsement. I think things are awesome. And I think they are going to stop making them at some point. Yeah, yeah. Because kind of on a side note, they just announced that they're stopping to make the NES uh, Classic and the Super NES Classic. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a bummer. Yeah, they're actually they're actually fully stopping that. Do you think that – does that mean that they're going to shoot up in price again then and then be incredibly no. expensive? No. I don't think so. No time soon at least. Mm. I hope they're, they're, They've definitely saturated the market with them, and that's good. But I, I see them everywhere I go. Yeah. And you can, yeah, you can buy them at Amazon for like fifty. I don't know. It, it, I guess they would have to. Well, well, they're the the NES ones. I guess they would have to just like become unavailable again for them to get marked up. But hopefully, there's enough out there to where it won't be back. It won't be like when it first came out, and it was incredibly expensive to get one. But still, that's a bummer that they're not going to make any more. Do they not like? Do they not like money? They're they're tired of people buying them. Dude, Nintendo <laughs> is so weird about supply and demand. Yeah. I find yeah. it so curious. Like I'm mm-hmm. just like. How? Yeah. What's how? Who's cranking the math on that? Because I'm just like I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just one of their big flaws. Just like what? <laughs> yeah. I got to think. Well, like the reason they had the NES Classic in the first place because it was a, a quickie holdover. Right. When they had the Wii U only as a Christmas item. Yeah. Then um, <laughs> then it became such a hit. Uh, now I think maybe the strategy is. Like you said, supply and demand kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. pull back and yeah. maybe release it next Christmas or the Christmas after yeah. that. Or or whatever the next yeah. classic is, which they yeah. keep saying they're not doing another one, but you know they're going to. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. 
Yeah, it was, I would go in on a 64 Classic. And now with, yeah. PlayStation, <laughs> with PlayStation completely failing yeah. on theirs, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it, the market, maybe like maybe they did an Atari to the to the market for now, but I think mm-hmm. Nintendo will be better. You got to think also, it probably doesn't, as far as the manufacturing side, it probably doesn't warrant the same kind of effort that, say, a Switch does, which is a platform that can right. sell more and more games. Yeah, yeah. So they could probably only have limited resources to make these things as big a company as they are. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, And like and like back, I said, I they're everywhere, but, yeah. so they're probably at a point where they need to stop manufacturing. Yeah. Are they just like, going to ship them to was it like in Futurama just like ship it off towards the sun or something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Oh, don't don't do that. I don't want to see all those NESs get destroyed. Just get a giant backlog with the Bart them. Simpson dolls and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just to the point that they just don't really need to make any more because they're all out everywhere. But still, it, it makes me sad that they're not doing that. But it we'll, is, see, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it was weird, and and also on the when they released it as the Christmas item that year, they didn't make very many of them. So like, hardly anybody got one, you know. So that was incredibly annoying. I feel like too, they want to the incite like a battle royale, like they mm. just like you know, and they releasing so limitedly. It's just like I can just. Uh, it's mm. good that we all interact on the internet. We're not because imagine if it was like you know Nintendo Store, mm-hmm. and then it would just be like these nerds just piling on top of each other. And be really sad. Well, I uh, <laughs> like anytime Nintendo announces something that I know I'm going to want. Like my first reaction, like anymore, is like not excitement. It's mm. like stress, panic. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? It's it's panic and stress because it's like, like I need this, but how? Right. Yeah. Once I have that thing, I'll be happy, and, mm. and I, I know that that'll be my happiness, yeah, or whatever. But um, but uh, yeah, I just get stressed out. Like when they announced the Super Nintendo Classic, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, first thing first thing you think is uh I'm never gonna get that. Yeah. <laughs> but I need well, it. I'm gonna get but that, I, but yeah. it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully you could reserve that one. But yeah, the NES one they just did not they did not let you reserve it anywhere because it was not because it was some weird in between thing. Like it wasn't a game. Yeah, the thing about that is we didn't know how rare it was gonna be. Yeah. And like I got it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until the following couple of days that people were like, oh, shit, that's hard to get. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, I just got lucky in that case. Yeah. Yeah, but I was. Super, oh, there was that giant line and my car got hit in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Whole- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to reenact Star Fox 2 while you're, while you're, trying, to, <laughs> while you're trying to do it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else you guys got or, or playing yeah, for the yeah, week that you want to talk about? I, bought- I know you bought some non-Nintendo stuff. I bought some non-Nintendo stuff, but before that, like uh, we were talking about, like way back, we were talking about um, motion control, and I did want to bring up that I played Wii Bowling for like probably like half an hour last night. I just oh, kept yeah. playing it over and over, trying to get to pro mode. Mm-hmm. That game's fun. Yeah, I think like because uh, I I just I'm, every few months I like kind of change up the layout of how everything, all my games are set up and plugged into the different TVs in my house. So I did that, hooked a bunch of stuff up in my living room, and. Ended up playing a ton of Wii games and mm. tried playing Skyward Sword for a little bit. Yeah, nice. realized the last I saved on that game was in 2012. <laughs> so I haven't played that game in a while. Um, but I was like running around and just doing this, and just like Link just looks so hilarious when he's running around, just waving a sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like he's going, "Hey, I got a sword." Uh-huh. Do you guys remember the mini game in Mario Party, and it was called Shake the Can? Yeah, and it just looks course. like you're jerking off yep. your your Wiimote. Yep. <laughs> 
I and remember like, that, that game. Was, yeah, yeah. We was so great. Like, sort like I, I will. I'm a bit of a. I'm a, obviously I whine about motion gaming, but we had it right. The problem was like with everything else. Xbox and PS4 just way over designed. PS4 had what looked like dildo sex toys and yeah, yeah. Connect birth the goddamn connect mic which is the worst fucking thing ever like i heard <laughs> people's dumbass lives while yeah. i'm trying to play like call of duty or something just like turn it off like oh, oh my yeah. god can you just so mute? it was just way too over design yeah. but we did a lot of cool things i remember i did we yoga and i loved it with the so, balance board <laughs> yes from what yeah yeah i just like yoga period and it was pretty good It was pretty intense i was into it I remember my uh, what was it my 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 stepbrother had the Connect uh, at like Christmas at his oh. house one time, and I it was really funny for me to watch them try to bowl with that thing like it just oh so does not work at all. <laughs> Speaking of bowling and how much the Wii motion control worked better, that Kinect, the only thing the Connect yeah the only Kinect thing the Connect ever appealed dumb. to me. <laughs> um, there was that there was that dancing game yeah the dancing was games just, were legit that's the only thing that works that, i think i always wanted it. to try yeah. that because it looked like you could actually learn how to like do some dance moves me and my boss keisha howard when they debuted that at e3 um got into those little like dance tanks mm-hmm. and like just went off and it was it was full cardio and it was, it was pretty great that that those are pretty oh i see a new kitty <laughs> oh it's Trey's kitty. It's my, guest, yeah. Um, I am easily distracted by animals, but yeah. Um, anything beyond that, um, ugh, it's just like, oh man, mm. it's brutal. And that mic, oh, who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. Hey, that oh, was the like that was the the thing, the thing where the commercial would turn off the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Xbox off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. It's worth it just for that. Yeah, yeah. so good. I think I think I was hearing about people trolling each other too, like in chat, where they yeah. like say like say some like tell someone to say something, and then they'd say it out loud, and it would turn yeah. their Xbox off or whatever. <laughs> it, it's like it's like bu- it's like buying an Alexa for like somebody named Alexa or like somebody whose oh, ex girlfriend's yeah. name is Alexa or something like that. That's so it can savage. so it can just constantly haunt you forever. <laughs> That was when our video game started spying on us. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. What else? But yeah. So, I, yeah. So, other than like just been going down the rabbit hole with my Wii again and having a really good time with it and uh, enjoying Virtual Console a lot, remembering how much I miss that. Yeah, um, yeah. I bought a couple games on the PS4 just because I want to keep playing my PlayStation 4. So I got I grabbed uh, the Symphony of the Night remake mm. because it was on sale. I think mm. I paid. Eleven dollars for it, and it's got Rondo of Blood too. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a re. So what it is is a it's a remake of the PlayStation Portable, the PSP title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a re-release it's of the PlayStation Portable thing, pretty much. So yeah. it kind of sucks because he doesn't say like, "What is man? A miserable pile of secrets." At you, come at you or whatever like that. Oh, that's not in there. He doesn't, he doesn't say that because they re-recorded all the dialogue. Oh, that sucks. Oh, kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. But you sad can face. still put it in the original uh, Japanese if you want, but he doesn't say that about the pile of secrets. Which <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But still, it's a fun game, and other than that, it plays fine. And so I played that for a little while. Then I also got a uh, Shadow of the Colossus, the remake of that. Mm. I I realized I haven't ever bought that game i used to have it for the ps2 way back in the day but i don't know what happened to that copy. um so it, i think it was also on sale for like 10 bucks yeah yeah there's a big there's uh, there's like another big uh, flash sale or something going on for the ps4 yeah, so 
I bought it and uh, I'm happy I did. It's a lot of fun. I've beat three three of the Colossi. Cool. You guys actually, I gotta I gotta head out early. Oh okay. All right. But, that's uh, yeah. That's all right. You can bounce. All right. At least we got your NES stories on here. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Later. It was good talking to you later. guys. All right. Later, man. Later, man. All right, later. I just wanna, I just wanna do like a couple. Like, I don't really have a whole lot of news stories. That's all that you got, right, Jeremy? Uh. Well, you also got Yoku. I thought there was something else too. You got yeah, Yoku. Yeah, I got. I did buy Yoku's Island um, for for the Switch also because I've been hearing about that a lot from Trey and mm-hmm. it did win a uh, game award. J- Janet's talked about it a lot too. Yeah, yeah. But it won. It won a game award. What was the best new indie game or best indie or something? Like Did that. it? I didn't think. It, I didn't think it won anything. It won. It won something in. Oh, game I th- oh, I thought it was just nominated. I don't think. It, I don't think it won. Are you sure? Yeah, because I thought that the only. I don't know. I thought the ones that won were like Into the Breach, uh, Dead Cells, Celeste, and uh, um, Cooking. The Cooking one, Overcooked two. I think were the uh, only. They were the only indies that won, that won stuff. But I might be wrong. I, th- I thought that it, yeah. I know that it got nominated, but I didn't think that it won. All Any- right, well, maybe I'm wrong, but, <clears throat> but regardless, either way, regardless, it's either still way, fun. I got it. Yeah. It's fun. I haven't played very much of it, mm-hmm. but I'm glad I have it, and it's definitely its own animal. It's not like any other side scroller I've played, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I enjoyed it. I pretty much played it. I feel like I played it all handheld pretty much until I beat it. So I I you know. Once I got on it, I just played it until it was done. I mean, there's still some extra stuff to do, which I might fuck around with and try to get back on that. But uh, I only have I only have a couple new stuff. We could just go through that really quick, and then we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the developer stuff. But um, what was it? I saw that the new Tales game is on the is on the eShop now, like a pre-sale. Did you see that, Jeremy? I did not. Tales of Vesperia is coming out. January 11th for $50. I don't know if you're interested in that, but it looks a lot like Symphonia. So I know you're always talking about wanting to get into another RPG. Yeah, that yeah. So yours. I bought one for Steam, but I can't remember which one it is. Oh, okay. Is, is this game been out for a while? I like, think it's a, I think it's a re-release. I think it's like a remastered version of it or, or whatever, and it's been out for a minute. Let me check. Because it, I think it's releasing the same time as it Xbox as the Xbox One and PS4 version. So I think it's a I think it's a remaster. Tales of Zesteria. Vesperia, with a V. Okay, no, I don't have that one. I have Zesteria. Okay. Which sounds <laughs> like a disease. Yeah. No, it ta- definitely does. Yeah, Tales of Vesperia is like a I think it's a re-release and it was announced at one of the E3s or something. <clears throat> yeah, cuz it came out for I think it was a 3 I think it was a 360 game. I might check it out. Yeah. But uh yeah, and if you're looking for something to itch your uh, you know, your tales love. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the uh <laughs> Phrasing all over that. <laughs> Somebody to itch your tails, love. Well, now that I, I mean, now that I have Vesteria, I might as well yeah. get Esteria. Vesteria v- sounds like disease Vesperia. you catch when you share bongo controllers. Yeah, or when, when you, or when you, when you itch your tail, your love of tails. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's coming out. Also, uh, I saw that. Toe Jam and Earl showed up. Too bad John's gone for this. He would, would have loved that. But yeah, the the you can pre you can pre download yeah you can pre download Toe Jam and Earl. That's in March. But but yeah, that cool. Tales game is just coming out in like a couple weeks. So 
I thought that was pretty cool. It's like around the corner. If you haven't, if you aren't tired of releases on the Switch yet, which I know I am, there's way too many games on there. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm thinking of. Uh, I thought about picking up that Sega game. Yeah. But I've been reading. I've been reading that uh, it's got uh, lag issues with input. Oh really? Lag or oh weird. Yeah. That so I don't want to get it yet. And then I almost bought it, and that's why I ended up buying those other two games because I had like thirty bucks I could drop on oh, a game, okay. and I ended yeah. up spending less than that on two games. Yeah, I still want it. I still want to get that SNK game, but I went I went for the for mutant for mutant football instead. But <laughs> nice, excellent choice. Yeah. I'm not biased at all. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was it? I got an email from Nintendo saying that they have over a thousand games on the Switch now. Did you get that, Jeremy? Yes, they do. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't, that's but ridiculous. I believe it. That's ridiculous. But yeah, um, aside from that, let's take a break and then we'll uh, and we'll talk and we'll talk more to uh, Rebecca about your career and all that fun stuff. Okay. Sounds oh, good. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about your video game career, Rebecca. Um, oh boy, what uh, <laughs> do you do? You want to give us an origin story, or like how much? Uh, how long have you been uh, working on games for? On games, probably about almost four years in the game industry as like a journalist, mm. almost ten. Oh, okay. So yeah, what uh, what are your uh, what all did you work for? Like what the? Um, so my game credits. Um, are obviously Mutant Football League so my big one I'm a narrative designer writer for that mm-hmm. and then um, my first QA gig on a AAA title was Mortal Kombat X nice and then by Injustice 2 I came back as a QA tester and then I also did some extra writing on that too so oh, okay that was fun yeah but you don't but you don't work with NetherRealm anymore, right? No. Okay. You don't you can't tell us anything about Mortal Kombat 11 or anything like that. Well, you um, might know some you might know <laughs> you might know some things, but I you probably can't say I mean, anything. I right? mean, if I yeah, no. Basically, um having signed the NDA for WB, which is like a New Testament. Okay. Um yeah, it's pretty thick, but I will say that uh, I mean, you saw the trailer. Yeah. Um just from looking at it, um I would say that I've, you know, it looks like there's going to be some more time yeah, yeah. things involved considering there's an hourglass and all that involved with that final shot. So mm-hmm. just my guess. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> and there's also like, and the vintage yeah. scorpion. I was like, yeah. okay, so we're doing this fun. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. There's also the different, <laughs> the different scorpion. Yeah. The, he comes yeah. back as the mortal Kombat two scorpion. So yeah. I don't know what they're doing with that, but I like those games and I like that it's coming back to Nintendo now. I think uh, when yeah. last I think last week's episode we didn't we mentioned that it was announced but we didn't mention just the fact that there hasn't been a Mortal Kombat game on a Nintendo system since Wii and uh, yeah. it's nice to see them back now you know last one mm-hmm. I think was Armageddon for Wii which had that weird uh, yeah had like the weird motion where you could do the motion to do the moves and Zombie Liu Kang such a <laughs> yeah yeah that's a rip roaring good time. <laughs> I, li- I like Zombie Liu Kang. That guy was funny, but yeah, no, yeah, it, I actually prefer him to Straight Edge Liu yeah, Kang. Yeah. 
Although he's kind of emo now, mm-hmm. so who knows? Wow. Yeah, right. It's a. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like um, it. It was like the it was like the Mortal Kombat trilogy for Wii. That's basically what it was. Yeah. But uh, but all the three D <laughs> ones, you know. Right. So um, so you did so you worked on uh, you worked on ten then, right? Mortal Kombat. 10? Yes, MKX. Oh yeah. Okay, and you did. Did you do any of the injustices? I did injustice too. Okay. And cool. that was where I did a little of the extra writing as well on that nice. game. So yeah. Did, so did did you do like stuff for the story mode or what was? Do uh... um, so as you recall, um, in any NetherRealm game, there's a little conversation now before we, you know, you get like um, before you, before you get into the fight, and so I wrote a ton of those pre conversations for Injustice. Mm. Okay, like what they like what they say to each other, like when they get yeah. matched. Yep. Oh, nice. So, like all those, yeah. like talking. So, yeah, like all this funny shit, which little... is like my favorite thing to do. So, that's, yeah. that's great. <laughs> did you write any yeah. of the stuff, like you know, like how they would do that move where, um, where you would like where they would like go against each the other? Clash and, move? Yeah, yeah. The clash. Yeah, did some you get of to do any of that? Used for those as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched a video that just showed all of those clashes one time, and it was funny. And just go through. Some of them are pretty oh, great. Yeah. 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 Uh, my favorite line that I wrote for Injustice Two was between Poison Ivy and Green Arrow. Hmm. And Green Arrow says, I'm growing tomatoes. You got any tips? And Ivy <laughs> says, choke on them. And Green Arrow's like, no salsa for you. So like, that's like one of my favorites. That's amazing. Like, I love that line. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Were you were you able to like write anything, any of the lines for uh, Mutant Football? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of – so Tim's a hell of a writer too, and so is mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah. Um, and we have a few other Phil Kaisecks uh, on the writing team, and uh, I did write a ton of like intro lines um, in the new DLC with the um, blah, 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 I can't even think of the name of it right now. Dynasty. The Dynasty mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you have player issues, and you'll see like little summaries of how your player either is in jail or he's on rehab or whatever. Mm. I wrote a ton of those. Oh, okay. So those are super fun. But yeah, writing for Tim, of course, is like the best <laughs> yeah i haven't gotten to try out dynasty mode that's that's like basically the season mode right like it's like right, kind of yeah. the career mode yeah i feel like mm-hmm. that would be where most of the gameplay is and all that yeah so yeah i wrote I, my writings all over me and football mm-hmm. league um and i helped build out the apocalypse you know and sort of everything you know with michael and mm-hmm. it's yeah so that's that's yeah, my handy works all over that. <laughs> nice. How how did a uh, how did you come to be involved with the Mutant Football League? Like how did that so, all get set up? Back when I was a journalist, <laughs> I mean I still am now, but my first bout at Sugar Gamers, which is my outlet where I work, um I did a review on a comic book series called Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, which is drawn by the infamous Simon Bisley, who you'll recognize him for his work with ginormous cantaloupe tits and mm. penis uh, <laughs> vein mus- veins hidden in muscles and lobo. Wow. And uh, it was done by my boss at Digital Dreams. It was written by Michael Menheim. Mm. And um, I didn't know he was local. So when I did the review, uh, he hit me up just to meet and chat and mm. hang out. And um, I myself am a comic creator, nice. and so I sent him my stuff, and um, and I also had my webcomic, Shiro and Vex, going, which is still going on, and um, he just really liked my humor, and he's like, you should write some lines, and so I remember Sugar Gamers threw a party for C2E2, and that was when he offered me the gig, hmm. and it was like the best night. Oh, I can't hear him. Can't hear me? No, 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 I got um, you good. 
Okay. <laughs> so it was like just the best night ever because we were having an awesome Sugar Gamers party and I got offered a gig to, and that was my first video game gig. So um, it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's badass. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That you could get it just from, uh, the reviews can uh, take you a long way. <laughs> they can actually they make can, it. They can. Yeah. That's like the and dream, my right? Web, yeah. And my little webcomic that, that I, you know, like, it's kind of a lot of like video game people or people who want to be video game writers like, oh, how do I build a portfolio? And I'm like, you got to do something. And like yeah. Shiro Vex is a great way to flex that. Like, look, I can be a funny dork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how long has that comic has the webcomic been going on? Shiro Vex is I think it's like three and a half years old at this point. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I work at Erica Swanson with that. She's my artist. She's amazing. And we've just been going at it for a while. We do it once a month. And um we have a super good time with it and it's gotten me a lot of gigs actually. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that, um, so, so are you like, is, is it like by issues? Are you like in the, in the thirties now or can you so get it we're on? In yeah. a four, we're almost at 50. In fact, okay. I'm probably going to throw a party and of course you guys will be invited. Um, sure. we haven't thrown a Sharon Vex party in forever, but yeah, and we've been, yeah, so we just do it once a month mm. and, um, it's pretty, it's, it's it's just super rewarding. It's fun to work with Erica. It's a good exercise, I think, for both of us just to like work on our feet. Mm. Um, you know, writers. You know, if you want to work in video games or comics, you gotta learn to you know work with artists. If you can't, you yourself draw, which I can't. So, um, so yeah, it's always just a good way to flex our muscles, and we have so much fun with it. We're trying to animate it right now, which is like the dream. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, can you is is it like available through Comicsology? Like, is it really easy to get hold of? Um, so it's a web comic. It's shironvex dot com, mm. and you can read it all. It's totally free to read. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, Shiro. So S H E R O A N D V E X dot com. Mm. It's about a hero and a villain who are roommates. For you guys who don't know, it's like a satire for grownups. There's a lot of filthy language. Mm. Um. Which is tricky because it looks adorable, and uh, Erica actually does children's books. So when I go to cons and I and I print it out like the first thirty issues is like an essential Shiromex book, the kids reach for it. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is for this is for adults. It's mm. disgusting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I'll put a I'll put a link to it in the um awesome. in, in the details of the episode, so so awesome. people can Thank look you. for look for that look in the details right now if you're listening to it of course you're listening to it if you're hearing me but yeah <laughs> yeah sure own, sure own vex and i'll check it out too that's cool that you can read Please, all of them yeah. for free and you guys are you're planning on doing some sort of animated stuff with it i'd like to animate it i'd like to you know i feel like it has it has kind of like it's weird it's like a sitcom but it also has like the weird like adult swim like adult vibe to it like i just love to shop it out to you know William Street or somebody, mm-hmm. or just put it up on YouTube, um, just because Erica's so awesome, and I don't know, it just it lends itself to be animated because she has such a simplistic, cute style that it just um, it's just it's one of my little passion projects. Hopefully, I'll put a trigger on at some point mm. with money. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> sure. Yeah, got it. Got to got to fund it. That's, yes. that's cool. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Are are you are you still writing reviews and stuff? Yeah. Um, I, so like I have, I have a million jobs. Um, so between, so I just became creative director at Tango comics, which is a publisher out of Elgin, Illinois. Okay. And, um, 
so they're actually picking up my um, my other comic book series, Warshiner. We're going to be publishing that, which is all about prohibition in space. So if you like sci-fi wow. and alcohol, that's <laughs> a good one. Um, yeah. So like uh, so that and that's a very recent uh, development. I just kind of got that job, and uh, so we're just revamping everything. They have a lot of cool artists on the team. It's a really diverse, cool team of guys, and they kind of wanted a woman's touch for a while. Mm. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to work with them. They are they are all amazing creators, and uh, so it's exciting. Nice, very cool. But yeah, reviews. You were asking about reviews. So I'm an idiot. Yes, <laughs> no, I do it's fine. reviews. Yeah, no, I mean, talk about. <laughs> I do reviews about it all, of yeah. comics, and uh, and I'm also a music reviewer for Divide and Conquer Music. So that's okay. one of my other gigs. Uh, yeah. So yeah. My hundreds of jobs but yeah anything sugar gamers you know i tell people you know if you want to turn me on to something you think i should look at something to review it i'm mm. totally down to do that so okay so it's kind of like i mean do you do they like assign you stuff to play and review or is it just kind of like so i'm the editor-in-chief <laughs> okay so you're so, yeah so you assign yourself so right <laughs> and like i uh, I cover a lot of events. Um, I cover like, esports. Halo esports has been Call of Duty esports has been, mm. um, and also Gears is some of my passions. But like in between, I'll just kind of cover stuff. Sugar Gamers is kind of all about like inclusivity of women in the LGBTQ community into like geek and gaming spaces. So nice. we always try to find like an interesting angle on something, um, and also just focus on things that w- will appeal to our demographic. So. I have to kind of balance between, you know, doing culture pieces, event coverage, and then every now and then I'll lace up my boots and, you know, do some hardcore reviews once in a while when mm. I have the time. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's kind of like, yeah. If I'm uh, the boss, yeah. I do what I want. No. <laughs> okay. So what, so what do you, so what are you doing right now with the, um, with the company with, with sugar games? Like what, uh, so sugar gamers, we, I just, I've been covering a lot of events, um, more local news, Ignite, uh, network, uh, Ignite, Ignite gaming lounge just uh-huh. opened a new location in Skokie. And I was there for the private soft opening a couple nights ago and it was really cool. They have like a full service bar. It's like super ready for like an esports tournament. Uh, it's a really cool facility. They have VR spaces uh-huh. and like little couch cabanas and the cocktails are adorable. There's like mana potions and it's in like a little potion looking like it's Mm. anybody who can, it's right off the yellow line stop. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get there by train or if you're out in the burbs, it's a pretty good location. I'm, we've been following them since they opened their first location off of, I think it was like, uh, it was somewhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't don't (laughs) remember where it's at, but I, but I know what, I know what you're talking about. I haven't been there, but I've, I've seen advertisements for it. Yeah. It's very esports now. Yeah. Yeah, It's cool though. They have like pro PC. So that was, so I've been doing a lot of event coverage, a lot of, um, I've been on the road a lot, you know, the esports stuff. Mm. Um, I just want to get women more involved in it because, you know, I go to these esports tournaments and it's all very cool, but it's just like, dude, like where are the women at? Like, yeah, yeah. And there's such a stigma around, I mean, they've kind of built my asthma around themselves. Like, I'm not gonna lie. There's a toxic stigma that sticks around esports, mm. And, um, so I'm just trying and, you know, but it's getting better. And I just want to introduce our demographic to who's a little spooked by it that like, you know, Oh, it's getting better. It's cooler. You guys should get involved because it can only get better yeah. when everybody gets involved. So that's kind of one of my little like low key missions that I've been focusing on. For sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, you should there should be there should be more women playing and uh 
And I don't, I don't, I don't follow a whole lot of. I know there's, I think there's a good amount in like uh, Splatoon. Yes. For that, I feel like it's a little bit more. Uh, more and di- one of my diverse. big theories, <laughs> Overwatch is a pretty decent amount of women trying to get in there. Yeah. Um, even though there's still kind of toxicity around that, but I think also it just also comes down to you know Overwatch and Splatoon. It's 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 always been more diverse as far as like how you know how characters look and how mm-hmm. they you know so it's just yeah. like inclusivity in that regard always kind of pushes the demographic forward. Whereas like you know Call of Duty and Halo, Call of Duty in particular, were just super late to the game on making even just playable female characters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's like it's, they were just a little late to the game, but I hope that they can recover. Especially, I just wrote an article about how the women in the Halo universe are awesome mm-hmm. and incredibly diverse, and um, just kind of because uh, there's the uh, cat loot legendary crate, which is coming out. Cat's one of my favorite Spartans from Halo. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And then there's also going to be a new comic about a Spartan called Linda, who I also love. And then I just realized, like, man, all these women in Halo are dope. Like, yeah. women should definitely be more into Halo because it's just such a great diverse cast. So that was one of my most recent articles. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just, I'm always on the road looking for whatever, you know, will appeal to our demographic and make the community happy. Mm -hmm. So do you have any, um, I don't know. Do you have like a, a passion game that you'd like to put together at some point or, or can you talk about that or (laughs) a passion game? Well, you know, like your own personal project. (laughs) Like, do you have a, a, you know what I mean? Like, is there like, do you have a dream of a game that you wanted to make (laughs) like on your own? If you had the, if you had the funds, if I had the the, funds, man, I mean, I really love racers. Mm. Like I love the idea of like, I don't know if you guys, okay. So in the original Xbox, there was this game called quantum redshift. And I was obsessed with it for several reasons. One, it was just like cool, like you know, it was, it was like you were shooting each other, and they did weapons. You could kill people, and it was really cool. Um, but like, and there's been some spiritual successors that I played that were really good on Xbox on the arcade. Um, but I would love, but what I really liked was the character interaction. Same thing with SSX. Mm-hmm. Like there's throws and like friends and like you know whole plot lines and everything and like i also was a big fan of speed racer back in the day so i'd mm-hmm. probably do some sort of like crazy racing game with like a whole lot of narrative packed in there and um and it would cost a million dollars to be so much vo i'd want to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like that would be like yeah that'd be like the dream project i just want to make something that's a crazy racing game but like crazy drama sure and, like crazy stuff going on. <laughs> i don't know what i'd call it yeah yeah like, like uh, the closest that's... thing I can think of would be like Diddy Kong Racing, where they've tried to like put a story into a racing game. I guess they right. did. With the, there's an F Zero where they sort of. F Zero GX had that. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that I think that there should be a story mode for every type of game. Like I think that's. I really like that a lot of fighting games have been doing that lately. Like yes. um Like Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. like has has mm-hmm. a story mode. MKX. Yeah, I remember at MKX they really kind of kicked up the narrative mm-hmm. quite a bunch. Yeah, um, yeah Mortal Kombat's been doing that for a while yeah. too. It worked yeah. for golf. Golf story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah. especially, yeah, especially for something like, uh, like racing or fighting games, I think it helps like extend the the gameplay of it, you know, and that would get more people yeah. to. Well, even in my article it. about Halo, like yes, it's a pew pew pew, and it's a first person shooter, but yeah. um, I also tell everyone the campaigns for almost all those games are really well done. It's mm-hmm. so immersive that I recommend like. You know, you don't have to get into the multiplayer, but definitely like just play through the games. The the plots are so good, mm-hmm. and um, the characters are just so well thought out that um, I, I'm just I'm just a total sucker for it. 
and uh, and of course the, the books and the comics and everything now that's kind of sprawled out from it is cool but the games have just great campaigns and actually even call of duty has had some really good like mm. narrative campaigns and, and i find it i think it's kind of a waste that they don't promote them more yeah. it's like well here's you know battle royale and here, you know i mean mm. obviously blops they don't even have a campaign but well, it's um, gone now yeah yeah and like i guess that's for the best but i feel like there should be props given. They were actually pretty mm. high quality. Mm-hmm. I was impressed as a narrative snob because I am one. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. So uh, was um, was NetherRealm your first uh, time that you worked on a game, or did did you have uh, stuff from before? Uh, then? Technically, so here's the thing: my timeline with Mutant Football League is a little jacked up because mm-hmm. we had one Kickstarter campaign that failed early on. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first started writing for Michael and I was writing um, a few different things for him for the universe and like building out the apocalypse and all that. And then, you know, the Kickstarter failed, but you know, Michael's a boss and he just kept on going. Mm -hmm. Then the time when it failed, I MKX was my first like foray into like triple a games. Okay. So that's definitely in that. And it's it's also my first QA gig in games. So, um, and it was very, it was very illuminating. In fact, anyone who wants to get into game development, I recommend doing a bout of QA because you just you get to see firsthand the 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 process and the manpower that it takes to get a AAA game out. It's actually mm. pretty educational, and um, yes, the pay is shit, and they treat contract workers <laughs> like garbage. But you'll learn a lot. Mm. So did you did, that. <laughs> did you did you go to school for game developing or anything like that, or did you just kind of no. like get into it through the writing? Um, well, actually what happened is, so I used to work in IT and, um, but I was more, but I was a tester there. Um, and like, and so I was you know, always testing new software. So, so I had the QA background and then, um, I kind of got in ma- mainly through being a journalist. QA in video games is kind of an entry level gig for anybody mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so you when and unfortunately the way it goes the games industry, you kind of have to know somebody to get in anywhere in any sure, studio, yeah. especially when they're AAA. So mm-hmm. luckily I had some great friends over at NetherRealm that I built a good relationship with as far as being a journalist. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I was able to get in there and it was, it was cool. Um, like I said, just very illuminating. Uh, it, it's, you have a front row seat to how, you know, you get to see development phases, you get to see all aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of times when you're in just like, you know, if you're just a, if you're a coder or if you're just, you know, um, art, you only sort of see one side of it. So that's why yeah, I recommend yeah. QA is actually great to see all of it. Yeah. You can see stuff that doesn't make it or like, see like what the original ideas are for it and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, I think it's worthwhile despite, Obviously, there's a lot of talk, and there should be. I mean, like, I don't know if it should be a union, but there should be something done about contract workers mm. and the game industry. But it, all the same, it's very educational. So. Sure, sure, sure. Have you? Uh, I I just thought about this while you were talking. Have you? Have you guys ever thought about doing like extra lore stuff or anything like that for Mutant Football League, or doing like a comic series? Oh yeah. About like the oh uh, yeah. However, the world got to how it is, or like how it ended. Oh, I and, built out. Me and Michael yeah. built out a whole like apocalypse. Um, we there's a whole Michael because the original Mutant League when he was at EA yeah, had yeah. a cartoon show, it had comics, it had he's he wants to build out a whole universe mm-hmm. that way, and yeah. um, you know he I mean he's already done a comic book series, and so uh, we know he could do it again, and mm-hmm. I would love and yeah we've 
you know, when, as I, you know, I was like, when we have, you know, the funds and the game really takes off, then mm-hmm. yeah, we can do all of that stuff and would yeah. happily do so. Cause I'm yeah. like frothing at the mouth to do it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> no, I thought that would be awesome. Like with, yeah, since you're already, you're already involved in comics and all that, it'd be cool to yeah. have a, a spinoff oh. comic of that. Or like, well, you so remember good. like how they did it for Injustice, where Injustice had like its mm-hmm. own comic series. And I mean, that's bigger. And they were you actually know. really good. If anyone, I'm like, cause I'm a big DC nerd, which is why I was able to write, you know, for all those. Because I wrote yeah, for pretty yeah. much everyone on the roster. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Injustice comics are really amazing. Really well done. Just, like, yeah. great writers on them. Just, oh, just, it was, you know, it's just the per, it's such a great, um, well thought out what if that just, like, took off. They're really fun to read. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend all of those. Yeah. I read, uh, <laughs> I read all of the, what, year one? I, I read all of the year first, of, like, the first favorite. season of it or yeah. whatever. And I think I fell off after that, but I did read, I did read all of them. Like, cause I was yeah. super psyched about Injustice One and all that. I'm more of a Marvel yeah. guy, but I, I do try to, I'm, I think mostly the only DC I book, re, book I really read is Swamp Thing. So that's like, yeah, my, Swamp Thing's my big pretty thing. big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got into the Terrifics cause I'm a big, I'm a big Plastic Man guy. I love Gail Simone, but mm, she was yeah. not my favorite writer for the recent run. I was like, no. Love you though. Just you were not meant to write plastic man. Yeah. <laughs> I like him gross. Like I like him to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, it just it wasn't wasn't quite there for me. Mm. But um God, I wish he was an injustice. Yeah. Ugh. Swamp thing? No, well Swamp Thing is and he's gorgeous and injustice. Oh, too. you mean plastic man. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Swamp plastic Thing was in too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is. He's good to go. Yeah. Have you but, been yeah. have you been able to uh I'm I'm sure you've talked to a lot of comic book people have you ever wanted to like work for like dc or anything like that like uh Um, big dogs part of me would love to yeah i mean obviously i have dream scenarios i would love to write for a lot of different characters as far as marvel punisher is one of my absolute favorites um i love the netflix series oh my Mm. god and that one's uh Um, yeah punisher is kind of a tricky one because uh like at least in the comic you need to i think i feel like you need to have like a certain it has to be it has to have a certain take for it to be good right. you know because the punisher is kind of like he's that type of character like where it needs to have something interesting to it i think yeah know? oh no i agree because otherwise he's just a dude who shoots people yeah, and yeah. it's super basic yeah, yeah no frank well see i'm married to a marine who yeah. has not a great relationship with the government marines because you know sure, it's just yeah, like they send him to a war that, yeah that yeah. sucks so he's my husband's part of the reason that i got really into punisher mm. more than i probably would have on my own but, you know, and he, they explore PTSD, which, yeah. you know, my husband's very public about that he has. And, you know, so Frank means a lot to me. And I would love mm. to write Punisher. On the DC side, obviously, Plastic Man is like, yeah. oh, I would love to write Plastic Man. Constantine's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And obviously, they have like 20 Batman, you know, ideas that are mm. never going to see the light of day. But, you know, <laughs> it's cool. I have... I have friends who've written Batman mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll just bounce my shitty ideas off them. And they're he, like Russell Lasau. He does bat. He did Batman strikes and he's super sweet about listening to all my nonsense. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you've seen, I mean, you have, you have your own comic series go going. Mm-hmm. You seem to have a lot of uh, connections with people. So you never know. I mean, that could be, that could be a thing. You never yeah. know. Yeah. I am. You never know. <laughs> 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 Does um is there is there any sort of future project for digital dreams going on now? Like are they still just trying to get uh just just recovering from the launch of um Mutant Football League? Or are there other games 
and development. I know Michael. I mean, Michael's been pretty public that he just wants to keep improving this game as much as he can and keep, you know, kind of giving, you know, seeing how far he can take it. Mm-hmm. And as far as any future projects, I am bound to NDA. But um, I can oh, okay. say this yeah, about yeah. Michael. <laughs> he is a super determined motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. And I can say that he's my boss. But he's just, he's a really inspiration. Like, dude, after that failed Kickstarter, like, I would have just, like, stuffed my head in the sand yeah. and cried. And Michael's like, no, we're just going to keep going. And, like, you know, and he's just, he's so bad. Like, he's been trying to bring this game back since they shot it in the head at EA, you know, all mm. those years ago. Because they had to drop Mutant, Fo- Mutant League to yeah. do Madden exclusively. Yeah, yeah. And Mut- Mutant League was his baby. Like, mm. that was a dream of his since he was a kid. And yeah. so, like, <laughs> he just, he, I love his fortitude. And it's, like, so, you know, whatever we have coming up next is going to be dope. And he's going to put his whole foot in it. And mm. I'm super excited to be a part of it. That's all I know. Nice. <laughs> Should have nice. happened. Was, I'm sure he's thought of like branching out into other sports too, right? Like doing like oh yeah, mutant, people mutant were like everyone's like oh we like want that. hockey because hockey was super yeah. popular. Yeah, and we're like, well, tell you what, if you all just buy like ten more copies of Mutant Football League, we'll totally get you hockey like next month. But like you know, huh. I bought so I bought, I bought two. Nurturing. I'm almost there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two copies. Awesome. I'm almost there. No, uh, yeah, no, I, I I like it. I like it a lot, and I think that I feel like the way that the football game is. Would, would just fit so much it would fit really really well with hockey because then you can have oh, yeah. like the fighting and the and the violence and all that in there because it's already in there you know it would oh, be yeah. it, w- it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like mutant golf or something like that which would be hilarious in its own way but oh my god yeah. i would love to do mutant golf, mutant golf. <sighs> well it would yeah, probably outlaw, outlaw golf with mutant. yeah oh yeah, i want to do mutant nascar yeah. like yeah, yeah. oh man there's so many like things i would just love to do um but you know we're 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 chugging along, like I said, we are indie, and like it just takes a lot of like getting on the road and just kind of because it's like every show that I've demoed the game at once people get their hands on it, they like bring their friends over, they're having mm-hmm. such a good time. It has four person co op couch mode, yeah, yeah, and it's just like like that's just a good time, mm-hmm. and you know, um, so yeah, it's just it's fun to, it's fun to it's fun to kind of do the grassroots thing, mm-hmm. and I hope you know it keeps it keeps going up. I hope that we can kind of just keep the flow going. And, you know, a lot of people are a little tired of Madden because it's, you know, it's yeah. a sin, you know, and this yeah. is like, this is a whole, this is like the world's best and or worst acid trip, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. So. <laughs> well, well, I think, uh, I think there's also like a big vacant spot for like arcade, arcade sports games because, yeah. you know, ever since, I mean, I guess you could say like the, well, like NBA playgrounds, but those games aren't really that good. But I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people miss like, you know, the NBA jam type stuff. And I was definitely missing like a, like NFL blitz. So I think that really like fills in the spot for somebody like me who likes football, but doesn't know all the stats and doesn't want to go through like hundreds of plays and all that shit, you know? I just yeah. Everyone play. asks us if we're yeah. like, you know, cause like, Oh, is this blood bowl? We're like, no, 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 we're not turn-based. Like this yeah. is, this is the blitz shit. Like it's going to be yeah, you know, yeah. very fluid and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very fun, arcadey, and it's like really easy to just pick up and play. And, and I'm glad that mm-hmm. you guys were able to do that. And like I said, definitely fill in the vacant spot in the Switch, like that has like no football games. You we guys were are so excited about that. Own, That's kind of why we jumped you know? at yeah. it like yeah. Rabbit Tiger. We're like, oh, we're gonna be the first football game, yeah. like on Switch. Like, fuck you, yeah. EA. Just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously, though, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, a lot of people would, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. 
<laughs> I'm uh yeah, I don't really I don't really buy any EA games, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I think the last Madden I bought was was the Wii U one and it was like five dollars. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's 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 my steal. That's, that's legit. That's the way. That's yeah. I only I'll only buy Madden games when they're really old and cheap. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. when I like I have I got one for Wii. I got the the one that was on Wii U just because it was so cheap. And I think I have Madden sixty four, and I think that's it. Nice <laughs> for those. I think I'm Madden ninety five. That's yeah. the last one I picked up. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. I have one of the Super Nintendo ones that one of my roommates left when he moved out, so I didn't even buy it. So I ended yeah. up. Yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, no, I like <laughs> I like Mutant Football League a lot more, and uh, very happy that it's on that it's on the Switch and all that. And uh, I hope you guys. Oh, yeah. uh, what is what is your next? Uh, what's your next event that you're going to do? Like when are you Ooh. when are you guys shown it again? Or I know you were talking um, about when at the event when I talked to you. I know you were talking about that you had to go to San Francisco for something, and you were very excited about that. So Mutant that, Football League is going to be a GDC, yeah, yeah. which is cool. awesome because that's yeah. where we won best in play last year. Nice. So uh, I'm really excited to go and show it off again at GDC, especially with our new Dynasty mode and all the cool new features we've had since that. Yeah. And um, and GDC is cool. Um, I haven't been in a couple of years, so I'm excited to go back and see. Um, you know, it's unfortunately San Francisco is still really depressing for me. Yeah, but it'll be cool to see all my dev friends get super wasted in San Francisco. Mm. <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, yeah, so GDC is a big one. Um, I what else do I have coming up? I don't even know. Holidays make me nuts. I don't know what's going on, and I'm, I'm sure you know. I'll probably be at E3 again this year. Oh, I um, uh, I did get an invite just recently to uh, Alex Ross. If you don't know him, he's an infamous yeah. uh, comic book artist. Oh, Incredible. He yeah. has so he has an event going on at this Libertyville Library. It looks like I'll be there. They're mm-hmm. offering me to do like a panel or workshop. So I'm gonna jump on. That. I literally got the email while we were recording. So I'm nice. gonna jump on that like a oh nice like a lunatic and super honored and excited mm-hmm. that uh, my friend Russell Lasau wrote Batman recommended me. So thank you, man. Nice. Um, so that's probably gonna be something. It looks like that's in September though. But yeah, so yeah, pumped about all that stuff. Nice. Yeah, it seems it seems like you got a got a lot of stuff coming up i mean i would is, is that like an art show for alex ross then is that like a- yes it's like kind of like a gal it's kind of like a museum mm-hmm. and then uh they just invited some local creators to you know come and do panels and do workshops obviously mm-hmm. i'll do writing um and just talk about and somehow make it seem like this is an appealing career choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're like, I'm just going to warn you, your mother's going to, I just tell my mom, like, just mom, just tell them at like, you know, get togethers, you know, when they ask about the kids, I'm just, I'm an author or writer. Just don't <laughs> get into it. Like, it's fine. You don't have to, because yeah. when you're like, oh, well, you know, my poor mom, it's like, oh, she works in video games and comics and they're just like, oh, and it's yeah. like, yeah. It's not like, sorry, uh, mom. They, they don't find it. They don't find it glamorous. I think it's pretty. pretty they glamorous usually end up bringing up their son or someone who's like, oh yeah, my so-and-so is into games. And it's like, oh, mom, just oh. say I'm an author. It's yeah, cool. <laughs> they, have no, they have no, they have no idea how how things work nowadays. And no, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's like it's way cooler. Try to spare than, her. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's a pretty badass career, and it's way way cooler I than uh, working so. at a, working in an office. Well, I mean, nobody the, wants the to do that. The game industry is bigger than the film industry, so yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Say you're involved um, in a much bigger industry than even Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's super interesting. Well, like the voiceover strike was interesting. Um, and I was with them on almost everything. But the one thing that I get that's like a sticky wicket is like the royalties, you know, like, oh, well, the games don't, you know, the games sell because of us. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, maybe kind of like, sure. Give or take. I mean, maybe kind sort of, but of, no code, yeah. no game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so it's a little like, bit of both. I wish yeah. a lot of those voice actors could set foot in an actual studio mm-hmm. and see how many man hours and manpower it takes to 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 launch one of these and it's not like a movie where you know you launch and then it's out now it's multiplayer and maintaining you know so it's like i can't you know by the time everyone who should get royalties based on that principle gets them the Mm -hmm. money would be worth fighting for you know so it's like um so that so it's interesting like yeah so it is it's bigger it just takes way more manpower Mm -hmm. and uh people don't realize so. Yeah, I think the only game I ever bought because of the voice is like Kevin Conroy, <laughs> you know, right. like, <laughs> like that was like probably the only like well, that helped. Peter, yeah. Peter Dinklage did his thing and nobody cared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter. You have to have good you know games. It's all, it yeah. has to be a game. Yeah. What, what it boils down to is it has to be it has to be playable. Like um, what yeah. Patrick Stewart like did the voiceover on uh, Oblivion, and I hated that game. You know? Oh yeah, it was <laughs> in, such a waste of Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I mean he was on that, I'm but, if I, but I, I didn't I didn't know he was on there until after I played it. But I mean it didn't <laughs> didn't didn't save the game, you know. Yeah, it's, it's his, definitely you know. an enhanced. And I was with them for everything else, you know, getting paid more front or whatever. Especially mm-hmm. if you know you're just you know. But like, yeah, I just I wish people just kind of I don't know could understand or could see more just how like it's just it's so much more work than a movie mm-hmm. and that was my one hang up with with SAG and how they were handling the SAG after and how they're handling yeah. that it was just like dude you need you needed to get the full picture before you mm-hmm. you know started talking all your shit for sure <laughs> nice is there any um is there any sort of advice you would want to tell somebody who's trying to get into the video game industry now? Like, like don't, or what would you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, well, so I actually give a talk um, that I've given twice, and that one for IGDA, and once I did it in Atlanta at DreamHack. And mm. it's basically this talk about getting rejected, re- handling rejection in the game industry, which is often. Mm. Uh, the answer more than, more than not is no, and you have to kind of get used to that. Um, yeah. The big thing is, is like, you know, if you have connections and you're, you know, and you can get in there. Yeah. But moving upward without further connections, it's unfortunately right now, it's still kind of a very political kind of place where Mm. you just, you have to know somebody. And unfortunately, statistics also show that you still benefit when you're a white man. So (laughs) like, like I hate to be like, it's a bummer, but it just, I I tell people that because I feel like it's a disservice if I don't. Yeah. Um, and a good example is I remember I was applying for a basketball sports game, mm. um, and, and I'd already had done my work on, you know, mutant football league and yeah. everything. And, uh, and one of the questions they asked me like, you know, was, Oh, so just so we're just for posterity's sake, you know, can you tell us who your local NBA team is? And I was like, kind of thrown back. I was like, I mean, and I was like, you mean the bulls? Yeah. You mean you know, the fucking like, bulls? like I live in, she like, you know, all six rings. <laughs> I watched every single game, you know, 91, yeah. 90, like, you know, wow. and like, but the way I said it, 
like the way I reacted because I was obviously kind of annoyed. Yeah. I realized, oh, I'm not going to get this job because I just made this asshole feel uncomfortable. And I actually yeah. knew someone else who applied for the job. And I asked him, I was like, did they ask you that? And he's like, no. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that's great. Like, yeah, that's, so that, that shit exists and it sucks. Yeah. But, you know, there's so many people in AAA and indie both that want to see that change. It just, you know, there's, I would say there's more good people than, than that kind mm. of bad in the industry. It's just, unfortunately, a lot of problematic people are still at the top and have the most hiring power. Yeah. So, and I think a good example also is the Amazon sexist hiring bot. I don't know if you guys remember that story. No. (laughs) So Amazon's recruiting had like a, created an algorithm to just kind of go through resumes to the tons of applications. Mm -hmm. And it was discovered that the bot would immediately eliminate candidates who've been to women's colleges oh, geez. or had like anything like, so <laughs> there was all these things and it's a great story because, you know, the bots just going off what, you know, they have found what has been a successful candidate. Yeah. But what's funny is how Amazon was like, Oh my God, how did this happen? And yeah. I'm like, you guys, you happened. Yeah. Like, you made it. Yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> like, it's not cyberdyne, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. you just, you made this. So yeah, wow. I thought that was like super precious. But yeah, as far as advice, you got to have a robust, uh, any field, you got to have a robust portfolio because mm. it's competitive, right? There's yeah. not a lot of jobs. So your portfolio has to be amazing. You should be versed in anything and everything they want you to be versed in. Um, and then networking is like at least half the battle. Going to GDC, CES, you know, these different shows mm. and networking. Even your local IGDA chapter, if you're near one, I strongly recommend it. It's a yeah. great way to just know people. Um, and then, yeah, and then just prepare for a lot of mental anguish and pain and you'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Never never give up, right? Yeah, yeah. Never give up. I didn't, you know. You know, I mean, I've had some great opportunities, but in between that, I've gotten a whole lot of no's. And I, like, hang up on a wall. I have, like, a rejection wall with my emails of rejection. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that's healthy, but it's what I do. Sure. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Some people, yeah, can get into it. Right. Are you gonna? Are you just gonna like knock the wall down someday? No, I think <laughs> I. I think I'm just. I don't know. I might just like turn into like a massive art piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it just it's just kind of motivating. Like you just you have to like uh, you just have to be like, well, I guess it's their loss and yeah, move Keep on. Moving, I was, I've yeah, applied yeah. to like. I've applied to Bungie and 343 like a million times. I've even met Frank O'Connor several. He'll let me hug him now despite yeah. <laughs> his despite his aversion to said things. But Frank O'Connor is my hero and who I wish I could be should I ever grow up because mm-hmm. he wrote, you know, he writes Halo and he's incredible and he's also just a really good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but he, you know, he gave me like a very real and grounding pep talk the first time I met him in Denver. And... Um, you know, he's just, he just, he just kind of laid it out for me, you know, how the industry is. He recognizes a lot of the problematic issues in the game industry. Mm. And uh, so I, the first time I met him, I was like a little, I was just so awestruck and kind of like a kid and just like so happy. Like I was trying to watch the Halo finals and I was like a little emotional. My <laughs> friend's like, what is your, I'm like, don't look at me. I'm fine. <laughs> Leave me I alone. just met my idol. He's as cool as I thought he was going to be. Like, yeah, like, mm. is that's kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like for I met sure, my yeah. hero. And he was dope, so yeah. I was like excited. <laughs> nice, cool. Well, I, I think uh, I think we're gonna have to start wrapping it up here. We're going we're going yeah. kind of long, but uh, but thank you very much for uh, being on the show. And uh, 
I'll make sure and uh, put a link to your comic and all that. Yay! And of course, uh, all of our listeners, please go buy Mutant Football League. So, uh, so please. we can have so we can have more we'll stuff make it to play. So fun! <laughs> and it, and it sounds promise. like it sounds like you guys are staying very much involved in it. So I'm sure there'll be like oh, more yeah. DLC and stuff like that down the road. Oh, yeah. So. So yeah, and and is there is there an online mode? Are you guys planning on putting an online mode? There's on there? an online. There's a multiplayer mode. It's one v one right now. Okay. Um, and uh, that could be subject to change. I don't know. Mm. I know Michael just being dedicated to fans would just like to give you guys everything and anything. He just needs the money to do it. So. Cool. <laughs> awesome. And uh, do uh, do you have a Twitter or like uh, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at R Bonks R. That's R B O N K S R. You can also follow at Sugar Gamers because I help run that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram at Rothschild Rebecca. So cool. All that stuff. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, make sure and check that out. And whenever I uh, when I post the the episode later tonight, I'll, I'll put it. I'll, I'll link it on the Twitter so you can see. Thanks, so you know, man. so you know that it's up, and uh, you can find us at uh, NintendoMainPodcast.com. Uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. and our special guest. I'm Rebecca Rothschild. And uh, yeah, um, you can you can find us on the uh, on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, I think we have like some episodes on Stitcher somewhere. I mean, I didn't pay for it to have all of them on there, but I think you can, <laughs> I, th- I think you can get the newest ones, you know, because it's expensive. But yeah, yes. and you can find our. We have YouTube videos at. Uh, youtube.com slash fingmater f-a-n-g-m-a-t-e-r and you can find me on uh twitch at a uh, nintendo main podcast so i've been doing jeremy and i do streaming stuff on friday nights at 2 a.m if you want to we just did we just did some of the um what was it we, we just did stardew valley stardew. co-op so that was fun and we actually nice. somebody who was watching us hopped on and played as well so yeah come come check that out and, and it was uh, way and way better than us which is kind of fun. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah newbie cat was was super super good But, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Later. Bye.
is where it's at. Uh, you're not gonna get all chainsaw now. Are you? You are not. Don't make me get all ginormous on you, you hear? Oh, uh, yeah. Flame on, baby. Flame on. He's on fire. No, he's, he's actually on fire. You ride the rest. I'll kill the rest. So done with you, Madden. Oh, you going down, Bob.